What is going on, you guys? This is Andy Un, and this is episode zero of the Nobby Design Podcast, season two. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to be taking a recap and a look back on season one and just some of the highlights and the lessons learned in that first season. Uh, we're also going to talk about the core foundations of what makes the Nobby Design Podcast what it is. And finally, we're going to kind of land the plane by talking about uh, what to expect in this season two. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this, and I am just super excited for season two. Check it out. All right. What is going on, everybody? Uh, we have been gone for a minute, but we are back again. Um, this is Andy Un your host of the Nobby Design Podcast. And, you know, really in this episode, um, in episode zero, uh, it's really an introduction of sorts into this season two of the podcast. And it's going to be a bit informal. Uh, I think I'm just really going to be sharing some stuff from my heart. Uh, but yet at the same time, there are definitely some some key things that I want to hit on this podcast, um, specifically uh, kind of a recap of season one and uh, just some of the lessons that were learned uh, in the first season and, you know, just kind of retracking uh, and recounting on some of the cool things uh, that I really felt happened in that first season. And secondly, uh, kind of want to reiterate uh, again what this podcast is really all about, um, why I started the podcast and, you know, really what I feel is kind of the aim or the objective, uh, of where I hope to go with the podcast. And finally, uh, kind of where I hope to land on this podcast in this episode in particular is, uh, somewhat of a preview of what to expect, uh, in season two. And so without further ado, I'm just going to kind of uh, begin uh, this dialogue. But yeah, uh, as I think about, um, well, first and foremost, I th as I think about uh, just kind of feeling this fresh wind on uh, recording season two, uh, as we all know, uh, and I don't even really have to delve into it, but, you know, 2020 was a crazy year. <laughs> to say the least. And I think that, you know, we may do an episode or two on just kind of a look back on 2020. But, uh, but really what I'm saying is, you know, I think 2020 for me in particular, uh, was really a reset and a calib recalibration. And, uh, now and recording this, this first episode, it is January 5th of the new year. And for me, um, you know, the, the podcast kind of went on a hiatus uh, sometime in the middle of last year. And uh, again, thank you for everyone uh, who took the time to tune in and send feedback. Um, I'll get into that in just a second. But yeah, I think as I look back on um, just even the first season and, you know, we obviously took a hiatus because just kind of life happened, or I guess you could say life wasn't happening. And uh, I think it was a really good respite and uh, recalibration uh, for myself. But yeah, I think, 
going into the season two, I really just felt this kind of fresh wind over the last few weeks in particular. And, um, you know, I don't know if it's the creative in me, but sometimes I feel as though uh, it's really hard to create uh, when you don't feel that fresh uh, inspiration or that gust of energy. And uh, I've definitely been feeling it for the last few weeks. And so I'm really excited about um, kind of restarting the engine of this podcast. And uh, it is my desire that, you know, we would go as long as it brings value, um, you know, to you, uh, to the listener. And so, yeah, I'll just kind of get into a recap of the first season. So, Navi Design Podcast started uh, roughly a year and a half ago. And, um, you know, that first season uh, was awesome. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, in one of my first episodes, I kind of talk about, you know, uh, the desire uh, that was kind of brewing in me for years, um, essentially to create a podcast of my own. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad I really sat on that idea because I think uh, just kind of through that sitting and refinement, uh, I kind of landed at a place where I realized, you know, this is, this is in essence how I want to communicate. And so, yeah, the first, first season was awesome. Um, if, if you've been tracking along with this podcast, uh, you'll notice a common theme, uh, with the first season. And a lot of our episodes were titled with power of, um, you know, we talk about the power of clarity, uh, the power of synergy, uh, the power of identity, uh, the power of story and vulnerability. And so, you know, there were so many cool episodes that I look back on uh, in that first season, uh, just some immediate ones that kind of come to my mind. But, you know, really my first interview um, was with my good friend, Brandon Burke, uh, and that's episode three, where it was really a kind of a nonchalant dialogue, yet super insightful. Um, Brandon is a really good friend of mine who's a recording artist based here in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, we talked about Kanye West and what we felt like God was doing uh, with the whole phenomena of what was going on with Kanye West at the time. And so that's one particular memory that comes to my mind. Um, I think about my episode with Jason Nettles, uh, who's also a dear, dear friend to me. And uh, we talk about the power of synergy. And, you know, we were, we were in essence, uh, talking about the phenomena of synergy. Um, if you've ever been in proximity or in partnership with another person or a group of people, and you just feel like you're entering into that flow state, uh, it was a, a podcast really dedicated to describing that, but really trying to, um, in essence, reverse engineer or discover the principles that allow synergy to work the way that it does. And so I think about that episode. That was also a really cool episode. Um, I think about uh, the episode with uh, my friend Paul Sohn. Uh, Paul is also a good friend of mine who is out in Los Angeles, California. Uh, he's a very well-known coach, author. And uh, we talk about um, identity. Uh, that's one thing that he really hit really hard 
uh, on that podcast. And, and that was just super fun. You know, I think for me, as I reflect on a lot of those episodes, there's just an element of fun for me because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm really hanging out and talking with my friends. Um, real quick, I think about my episode with uh, Billy Humphrey. I believe that was episode 12 where we talk about uh, the power of prayer. Uh, Billy Humphrey is the director of the International House of Prayer here in Atlanta, and he's a mentor, a big brother to me. And I got so much awesome feedback uh, from that episode, just people messaging me, people texting me saying, dude, man, that episode in particular was just so insightful. Like I've never seen prayer uh, in that light before. Um, fun fact, uh, the most listened to episode <laughs> of the first season was actually my episode uh, with Liz Choi. And I, I believe that episode is titled The Power of Vulnerability. And I would say that episode was really such a real and raw dialogue uh, of someone who has battled with mental health. Uh, but really, there's just such a beautiful, redemptive story uh, that Liz shares uh, really about her process, the honesty of her process, uh, but really the the way in which God uh, really led her uh, into a place, uh, and it's an ongoing process, but this place of finding healing and finding forgiveness. And I, I just remember in for myself in particular, really getting emotional on that podcast, um, just because I, I, I recognize the power of regaining your voice and how powerful it is to, you know, find who you are, find your voice again. So for me, in no particular order, those are just some of the highlight reels, I guess you could say, of the first episode. I mean, I could go on and on about every single episode, but uh, really that first season was really dedicated to the power of. And I think looking back in hindsight, I think really what my intention and what my goal with that first season was yeah, just to highlight um, the power of these different topics, um, to talk about them in a way that would empower people. Um, you know, it's not that I necessarily speak with people in mind all the time, but it is my heart's desire that, you know, just through the open and honest and intelligent sharing of people, that we could really bring content value. Uh, inspiration, all of the above um, to whoever may be tuning in. So episode, or season one was awesome. I learned a lot. Um, just some quick kind of learning, I guess, nuggets that I took away is that um, just finding the, uh, the art and science of um, structure and spontaneity. Uh, I definitely loved the way that a lot of conversations went. There was a clear goal and clear objective. Um, but there was just so much spontaneous dialogue uh, that took place in the midst of that. And, you know, I think the magic was found in both of those realms or those arenas, so to speak. So yeah, uh, that would be a learning opportunity. I think another just learning uh, piece for me was just the, the, the significance of relationship. Uh, I realized that when you're in relationship with people, and there's a level of trust and there's a level of rapport uh, between two individuals, 
uh, it really allows for the gold to come out. And I'm so thankful again, uh, if, if you're a former guest and you're listening to this podcast, I just want to give quick shout outs up and down, left and right uh, to everyone who represented uh, in that first season. And thank you again, because honestly, I do believe that um, we, we, yeah, I, I believe there was a lot of gold uh, that came out of that first season. So yeah, that's a quick recap of uh, the Navi Design podcast season one. And kind of where I want to go now is really uh, just taking a moment um, to remember and to almost re-excavate um, kind of the original intent and the original design uh, behind the podcast. And so, you know, for me, immediately what comes to my mind is uh, really these two places, this intersection point. Uh, of spiritual intelligence and human development, right? So for me, uh, I would say very clearly, these are two areas of my life that I could very much say are, are passions, um, places of deep interest. Uh, I'll just start with spiritual intelligence first. Uh, I believe it's the second or first episode, forgive me, uh, where I talk about spiritual intelligence and really the way that I define it, and I borrow a lot of this definition from an outside source, is spiritual intelligence is the uh, ability to perceive, discern, and, and understand the spiritual dimensions that are both within you and around you and the ability to manage those realms towards a positive outcome. Uh, if you have not listened to that episode, I would highly recommend uh, listening to the episode on spiritual intelligence. So for me, as I think back on, you know, the inception, so to speak, of this podcast, uh, it was really my heart's desire to talk about the realm of spiritual phenomena in a way that was down to earth, uh, that could be made sense of by people, that could be real and relatable. Um, that's really my heart. You know, I think for many people, um, we can examine spirituality uh, almost with an air of uh, etherealness or. A mysticism. And there, there definitely is a mystical quality uh, when we are talking about supernatural phenomena and this, that, and the third. But, you know, really it was my heart's intention to try to unpack these things, to talk about them, to dissect them, to peruse and to scrutinize and to share uh, around, you know, things that we would relegate to spiritual stuff and make them just real for people you know um i i personally uh, subscribe to just a very holistic perspective on life right i i say this a lot but um at the end of the day everything is everything and i don't mean that in a you know cookie cutter or a cookie a fortune cookie type way but in, in essence what i'm saying is there's a interconnectedness to really everything in life and so for me, I personally subscribe to just very a holistic uh, view of looking at life, right? 
And so that's number one is spiritual quotient or spiritual intelligence. And then number two, and great uh, area of interest of mine is this area that I like to call human development. And um, really, again, there's a whole episode kind of dedicated to kind of how I like to describe uh, what is human development. And, um, you know, really for me, my heart's intention around human development is understanding who we are, understanding um, the independent yet interconnected pieces of what makes us people, right? Uh, what what does it mean that we are spirit, soul, and body? Um, what is the soul, right? Um, how do these how do these functions or how do these realities uh, interplay with one another? How are they connected in our life? Uh, how does healing take place, right? Um, what is the role of our memories, and what is the role of uh, you know the human psychology? Um, and for me, really, the, I think the, the, the reason maybe why human development may be so strong on my heart, I think it's both a phenomena of nature and nurture uh, for me in particular. I think by nature, um, just being a, uh, a creative and a feeler, um, I think innately within me, I just have a desire to understand and to understand people. Um, I think um, if you understand Myers-Briggs language, uh, Myers language at all, uh, personality-wise, I am most resonantly uh, uh, an INFP. And so I think there's a part of my nature that uh, really longs to understand people at a deep level. Uh, it, it affects the way that I watch movies. It's the way that I watch you know, documentaries and read books. I, I really get lost in the story of people. And I think secondly, I think the nurture part of it is really just being in Christian ministry uh, for the last 16 years. Um, I, I, I talk about it in one of the episodes, but you know, there was a moment in, in a day that I realized I'm like, man, I have in essence been doing coaching and counseling for way longer than I could have ever imagined. And so I think that so much of the nurture of those experiences um, has only further galvanized a greater desire within me uh, in this realm we call human development. And so, yeah, I think for me, the end goal of human development um, as it pertains to the objective of this podcast, yeah, is really around helping people uh, to try to better understand themselves. And um, in so doing, you know, obviously it is it is a hope that people would find real value and I would even dare say solutions um, to areas that they may have had confusion or struggle with and really, again, to lead to a greater positive outcome. So that's that. That's kind of the, the two realms um, that I try to intentionally kind of keep uh, as the tone or the undergirding of this podcast, right? And, and there's moments and times where we end up being a little divergent and talking about other things. But I, I, I think people um, who have been tracking with this podcast, you definitely can resonate 
uh, and probably have resonated with um, both of those aspects. So, so that's that. That is, in essence, kind of the reiterating of why I started this podcast. Um, it's it's really what I believe makes the Navi Design podcast uh, distinct. And I'll just share one more thing, maybe two, <laughs> but. Uh, before I get into, you know, kind of where I hope to go with this season, uh, season two. But, you know, two of the things that I'd like to say is more than Nobby design being a message, um, the more and more I kind of pondered and I thought about it, I realized that Nobby design actually isn't about messaging as much as it is about uh, a worldview. Okay, and and I want to try to take maybe a couple minutes to unpack this, but you know, there's definitely things that that I I desire to communicate, right? Um, there's definitely messages that I, I want to try to communicate uh, through this podcast, and uh, but the more and more I think about it, I I really believe that the the goal or the intent is to provide people with a lens. Uh, maybe that they already have, or maybe that they have desired, uh, or maybe that they've been searching for. Um, and the reason why I use this analogy of a lens is really simply for the reason of, you know, when you think about uh, when you're going to an eye doctor, right? Um, the eye doctor will obviously run these, you know, diagnostic tests on the individual, but a point in time comes where they begin to put these lenses, you know, in front of people's eyes. And they're really what they're doing is they're testing. They're testing out these different lenses uh, in which they can try to perceive the object of what they're looking at, right? Whether it's a AB, you know, an alphabet board or whatever it is. And for me, the the when I think about um, just the power of perspective, the power of our worldview, you know, I realize that oftentimes uh, we can give all of the right content, but if there isn't an underlying worldview that allows the individual to see, um, you know, the object um, more clearly, then it's almost like you can have all of the right letters on the board, but if they don't have the right lens to see it, then they'll always be squinting, right? And I hope you hear my heart. I'm not saying this in a in a you know boastful way of like, hey, look at me, I have all the answers. That's not really what I'm saying. But again, going back to some of the stuff I was just saying a few minutes ago, I think, you know, as I think about Nobby Design, it's really a desire and a hope uh, for people to kind of see themselves, see the world, um, see the worldview, right? Uh, having a different worldview uh, to begin to perceive um, different things that may be happening both within them and around them. And it is my hope that, you know, with this uh, lens, right, of human development and, and spiritual intelligence, that uh, people would see things maybe just a little bit more clearly. So I hope that made sense. Uh, that was definitely one thing, not two. So <laughs> there's that. Um, kind of just wrapping up this first episode, or shall I say episode zero, um, Really where I hope to go with season two of this podcast is around this word 
understanding. Understanding. Um, in the same way that the first season, uh, you know, whether intentional or not, uh, became about the power of, um, the power of this, the power of that. Um, where I kind of hope to go uh, into season two is around understanding. And I want to try to unpack this word understanding a little bit. And I want to also share a bit of my heart as to why I believe uh, this may be worth your time. Uh, why I believe um, having a heart of understanding may be uh, one of the greatest assets we could have at this time. That's the way I'd like to describe it. So let's just talk about understanding real quick and then we'll go from there. So, you know, for myself personally, I've been thinking about and meditating on this word understanding for, you know, I don't know, maybe a few months. And what originally kind of caught my attention was uh, actually when I was uh, doing a teaching, I was uh, teaching through the book of Daniel um, to a church. And one of the things that I discovered was that the word understanding uh, in the original Hebrew uh, appeared 22 times um, in this book of Daniel. And so if you really think about it, um, in a matter of these 12 chapters, there's this word that for whatever what reason seems to reappear over and over again, understanding, right? Um, Daniel was a man of understanding. God gave Daniel understanding. And so it kind of caused me to go down this journey of um, you know, researching a little bit deeper, what is understanding and what is the original word for understanding and what are maybe some insights? What are, what are some, some, you know, timeless truths that we can uh, extract from this word called understanding? And so what I discovered is that the word understanding uh, in the original Hebrew, which is, uh, you know, the book of Daniel was written in both Aramaic and Hebrew. Um, the word, the Hebrew word for understanding is the word bina, bina, right? If you were to transliterate it, it would be B-I-N-A-H, bina. And so I kind of went on this journey of, you know, discovering more about this original word, Bina, um, just a quick, you know, fun fact about myself. I am, I am a, a big word guy. Uh, you know, some would even say that I'm like a wordsmith, but I, I just, I love words. And I believe that there's so much uh, hidden meaning in words. And so I, I enjoy researching the etymology of, of words and this, that, and the third. So I found the word Bina, and it comes from four Hebrew letters. Um, the four letters are Beth or Bet, uh, Yod, uh, Nun, and Hey. I'll say that one more time: Beth, Yod, Nun, and Hey. So these four letters make up the Hebrew word Bina. And so, you know, obviously, just looking up the you know face value definition uh, bina uh, can be translated as uh, an understanding intelligence grasping uh, perception um, 
uh, an ability to discern. I think all of these words are really synonymous with understanding. But here's the cool thing about the Hebrew language, which maybe I'll do an episode on this, but and, and I don't want to go too deep into this particular subject, but one of the cool things about the uh, Hebrew language, um, other than the fact that I personally believe it is the oldest language on planet Earth, and that's another story for another day, but I think there's actually a lot of historical data to back that up, contrary to popular belief. Anyways, um, the Hebrew language to me is fascinating because it's actually three languages wrapped up in one, okay? So first and foremost, the Hebrew language is a phonetic language, right? So every letter uh, has its phonetic sound. So there's one aspect of the Hebrew language. But aspect number two is actually they are pictograms. There is a symbolic meaning with every letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So to give you an example, the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet is the letter Aleph. And if you look at the pictorial sign or the symbol or the, the character, it is actually in the shape of an ox, okay? And uh, an ox head to be specific. And so, uh, you know, many Hebrew scholars and it's just kind of common, you know, belief, but the letter Aleph is associated with strength or leadership or being first like an ox. I hope that makes sense. So not only is it phonetic, not only is it pictorial, but the third element is that it is also numeric. So every uh, Hebrew letter corresponds with a number. So there is uh, this very interesting dynamic with the Hebrew language. That's my point. So having said that, uh, when I was looking at the four letters of the word that make up Binah, Again, they are Bet, Yod, Nun, and He. I was actually really fascinated to see how these letters kind of come together. And uh, again, these are not just my speculations, but you know, there are a couple of Jewish and Hebrew scholars that I really look up to uh, that really take these word meanings and they go in depth. And so, a lot of what I'm sharing has been just from my own, you know, study, uh, but also a lot of corroboration from, you know, things that I've heard from outside sources. So what I discovered about these four letters um, and how they correlate with one another. So we'll just take them one by one. Um, the first letter, Bet, is actually the picture of a house, but it's also trans or it also can be symbolic of the human heart, the heart. Um, just fun fact, I think it's it's interesting that we say this phrase, home is where the heart is. <laughs> and so I think, uh, so with that first letter, bet represents a house, or it can also represent a heart. Let's go to the second letter, the letter Yod. Um, it's a very, it's the smallest character. It's a very small character. And it is actually the picture of a hand. And it's also translated as uh, hand, but it can also represent work, right? A hand that is at work. And then finally, number two, or sorry, letter three, uh, the letter Nun. It's actually a picture of a fish. Um, if you actually look at the symbol, again, they are, they are pictographs. Um, it 
looks like a fish. And so the letter noon represents a fish, but it also represents life, a newness, a, a newness of life. Um, if, if, if you can get this um, kind of mental picture of uh, a pond that is teeming with life, right? Or um, just the picture of a fresh life springing forth. And then finally, the last letter is the letter hay. Okay. And the picture of the letter hay is actually the picture of an opened door. Okay. Um, it's an open door. If you actually look at the symbol itself, it looks like a door that has now been opened. Okay. So let's go through those real quick. So it's a picture of a house or a heart. It is a picture of a hand at work. Number three, it is a picture of, uh, of new life. And finally, the last letter represents an open door or revelation, okay? And so here, here's really where I want to go with this, and then I'm going to try to descend the plane of this podcast. So as I study this word, binah, what I discovered and what I believe are just maybe some hidden truths here is that first and foremost, when we talk about true understanding, right, um, you can grasp something, you can have knowledge of something, but it doesn't, it doesn't equate to understanding always. Are you with me? So I think this is why even in the book of Proverbs, there is somewhat of a distinction between knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. You will find this, I believe it's in Proverbs 20, uh, chapter 24, uh, where it talks about these three, uh, uh dynamics separately. Okay. So knowledge is not necessarily uh, understanding and wisdom is not necessarily understanding, but they are almost like uh, uh, symbiotic in, in, in essence, okay? So reason why I'm saying this is because I think when we immediately hear the word understanding, you know, we can think, oh yeah, I understand that. But I would say that at a look, uh, taking a look at the original Hebrew word, I believe there's a greater richness. I think there's a greater depth there uh, of truly what, what understanding is and where it comes from. Okay. So having said that, um, it is a picture of a heart, okay, a, a home or a heart and a hand at work, fresh life leading to revelation. So here's kind of the definition that I personally came up with, right? And this is what I taught in my Daniel teaching. It's understanding begins in the human heart, but understanding comes from a hand that is at work in the human heart that produces a fresh perspective or a fresh, uh, it produces fresh life that leads to revelation. Let me try that one more time. So understanding comes from an invisible hand that is at work in the heart of, of mankind, producing a newness of life leading to revelation. So really, if I were to break this down in just the most simple distilled layman's terms, I really feel like according to the word of God, right, according to the Bible, which I personally believe is the book of all books, understanding comes from God. There is a spiritual divine element to understanding, and it actually happens in the human heart, 
Okay, contrary to popular belief, uh, many of us would ascribe understanding to our mind or our mental functions. But I would like to say that I believe true understanding really happens when the head and the heart come into union with one another, right? And as a result of when we find understanding or when we truly understand something, or let me make it more down to earth, when we truly begin to understand someone, okay? Because understanding isn't just about data, it's about life, right? We understand life. We understand people. We understand depth, right? I believe it not only produces a fresh life in the heart of the person, but it really does lead to revelation, or as some of us would call it, real profound aha moments. So that is kind of my little mini snippet on understanding. And it is really for this reason why I have titled season two, or I guess the theme of season two is around understanding. Um, I, I, you know, we're still so fresh into season two, so there's a lot of things that I'm figuring out as I go, but I think I'm going to continue with the interview dialogue format. Um, I realize that when the right parameters are put in place and there is a dynamic relationship, or can I even call it love between two individuals, right? Or the two people that are connecting and, and in friendship, um, I really believe that understanding comes as a result of that. I believe that um, when we position ourselves in that way, um, there is just uh, just dynamic dialogue um, that takes place. And obviously, I'm not sitting here and saying like you can just find this with any individual, but I do believe that the people that I would like to have on uh, in this season two are people that I uh, have personally vetted and vouched for. Uh, are people of understanding or are people who have a depth of understanding around, you know, a certain topic. And so I'm super excited, you guys. I am super excited about delving into this season two. And I hope that you can feel that excitement. Um, I think we're, what we're aiming for is to launch an episode uh, every two weeks. Um, so the date and the time will be uh, announced here soon. Uh, if you want to follow us, if you want to track with us, I would say subscribe to us on either Apple Podcast or Spotify. Uh, those would probably be the two uh, easiest um, outlets to access. And uh, also follow us on Instagram. Uh, we do have a page under nabi.design, and that's where we'll be announcing episodes and you know posting updates and just you know different things that come up. And so. Uh, those three ways. You can follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on app, uh, Apple Podcasts, and you can follow us on um, Spotify. And just a little you know, asterisk, if you would like to follow me personally on my Instagram or uh, Facebook page, you can find me at Andrew Un, Andrew, last name E-U-N, on Facebook. And you can also find me at Andy Un, A-N-D-Y-E-U-N-922, uh, at, uh, Instagram. So that's where you can find me for now. And, uh, I'm excited you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening to episode zero of Nabi design podcast season two. 
And I am super excited about delving into this world of understanding. All right. God bless. Have a great night.